helping students and healthcare professionals not just survive, but thrive with a purpose. This is the CMDA Student Pulse Podcast with your host, Bill Reichart, National Director of CMDA Campus Ministries. Well, welcome to another episode of CMDA Student Pulse Podcast. I'm Bill Reichert, National Director for Campus and Community Ministries here at CMDA. And I've got two guests online. I've got Abby and Rebecca. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Thank you. Good to be here. <laughs> well, let's let's do this. I'm going to uh, Abby Perchecki and uh, Rebecca Moken. I'm going to have you introduce yourself. So, if Abby, you go first, and then Rebecca, you uh, follow up. All right. Well, I'm Abby Perchecki, and I'm an RN. I just recently graduated from Lake Washington Institute of Technology, which is in Kirkland, in Washington. And I, yeah, I'm really glad to be here. <laughs> So I'm Rebecca Moken, and I'm also a nurse. I uh, have my bachelor's. I got I graduated actually almost two years ago now mm-hmm. um, from Northwest University in Kirkland, mm-hmm. and I'm currently working on some other certifications on the side for, for nursing. So Well, the first time I met you, it was kind of like this. You two together. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and you had an adventure, and I met you at the National Convention. That's where we met. I was introduced by Mitzi Carter. By a, a shout-out to her. I know she did so much in helping you get connected while you were there at NatCon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was amazing. Thank God for Mitzi. <laughs> <laughs> but I was real encouraged to hear your story of how you ended up at our National Convention this spring in Cincinnati, and you're all the way from the West Coast. You were not familiar with CMDA. You've never been anything CMDA. You paid your own way. You you came not knowing anybody. Well, talk a little bit about what motivated you to come to a conference that you didn't know anybody. You didn't know much about the organization except for what? You Googled it, right? Go go ahead. <laughs> well, sure. So basically, um, I remember getting a text from Rebecca here. Uh, one of our friends, Grace, is a med student. And so they were looking at Christian conferences to go to. And she was like, hey, we found this really cool one. Do you want to come? And I was like, of course, I would love to, you know, meet fellow believers in the faith who are also in the medical field and just get to meet new people. But Rebecca was the one who kind of, I'll let her continue. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I have always, I mean, just being connected with other Christians who are in medicine has always been something that I've wanted to do more, especially since I've been on mission trips before and I was really hoping to get connected with people who are going on mission trips that are more medical focused. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't find an organization like that in my area that I at least knew of. Mm -hmm. I didn't know of anything other than my church, you know, organizations Mm -hmm. and that wasn't really medical. And so I was, I really was just like tired of it one day. And I just looked it up online and I was like, Christian medical groups or something like that, or Christian medical conference. And this was like the first thing that came up. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to go here. Like I looked into a little bit, but I looked into it, like not even that much. I, I mean, I didn't know enough about it. I actually, when I was researching it, I thought that this was going to be a once in like 10 year conference. That's, I don't know how I got that information, but I could have sworn I read it somewhere that they were only doing it once every 10 years. Mm. And so I was like, we have to go, Abby. Like, we, who knows when they'll have it again? Right. <laughs> I don't know if the Lord put that up somewhere so we can come because I don't think we would have came if we knew it was coming happening every year. 
because it was all the way on the East Coast and we had never been to the East Coast before. Mm -hmm. And it kind of helped. We told our parents, it only happens once every two yeah. years. Like, and we generally, like, that is where we, we thought. Yeah. thought that was the case. And so our parents were like, of course, you should go, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so you, you know enough to register. You, you get you get some plane tickets, you head out, and uh, you land at NatCon and... Um, how did your experience there for those couple of days, um, how did they impact you? What, what, were there, what were some of the big uh, surprises, if there were any? Um, I, mean, I mean, based on your expectations, um, how did it match up and, and what, what did God do during that time? I remember um, just being so excited to be there. It was our first time, um, you know, being in Kentucky, you know, going over to Cincinnati as well. And I remember just going to the different meetings at the conference. There were so many educational opportunities, so many things that we learned. And I was just in awe of all of these amazing, you know, doctors and people that were speaking and just so wise and godly. And I just was so inspired and grateful to be there. And it gave me so much hope for my future in the medical field and just seeing like all these people and hearing their stories of how they are, you know, living for God in their in their walk in their daily walk in their in their profession as well, mm -hmm. which is really amazing. Isn't that encouraging mm -hmm. to see others doing that so that you realize you're not alone? I mean you have each yeah. other's friends and you're doing it together, but yet to know that there's even a bigger community out there uh -huh. of uh, Christ followers who love Christ, who love Jesus, who are living that out within their healthcare profession. So uh, that's that's exciting. What about you, Becky? Yeah, so I remember us going and we were both so nervous. We were like, because <laughs> we, we're like, we don't know anybody here. We don't know anybody. It's just us two. And we're just going to this conference where we're just hoping to learn as much as possible. And fingers crossed, get to meet some cool people. And that was just kind of, that was kind of our mentality is like, you know what? Like, I remember the day before, um, the morning, no, the night before we left for the first conference, um, we were just praying and we're like, Lord, we are really nervous, but we're just like gonna trust you. We're just gonna learn as much as we can. And we're gonna, you know, try to grow in our own knowledge of medicine, especially from a Christian perspective. And we're just gonna be a friend to whoever we meet and, you know, not expect anything in return. And we know that you're gonna go before us. And then the next morning we get there very early and that's how we met Misty because we got there early enough that they were still setting up. And so we're like, oh, okay, can we help you guys with something? We'd love to help and like get you guys set up and stuff. And so that's how we, you know, talked to Misty and then Misty started getting us connected with all these other people. And I don't know, she, I think this was the Lord's favor because I still can't figure out why she liked us so much. <laughs> but Well, I but, think, I mean, I, don't, I can't speak for Misty, but I think I think it, if she was anything like myself, I, I was just so taken back and impressed with your tenacity to go into a strange location to a group of people that you had you didn't know anybody and, and to venture into that. I just, I, it, it, it was very impressive. In my estimation, I was thinking, wow, this is kind of a cool story. Obviously, that's why we're talking about it because I was uh, real, real impressed by that. But go ahead. You were continuing on, Becky. So she was just getting us connected to people. She just, you know, gave us some work to do. We were really excited about that because we love volunteering for stuff like this. Occasionally we'll volunteer for similar, you know, charities here. So the fact that we got to volunteer was really, we got excited about that. And then, and then we just met so many people. I mean, Misty just kept introducing us to people left and right. <laughs> and, and we were like, we were shocked. We were so shocked because 
of God's favor on us because we were really we were really just there because we were desperate to meet a community of believers who because we're from Washington, you know, and we have a community of believers here. Thank thank God for that. But we wanted a community of fellow believers who had the same values as us, who were also seeking to do something in the medical field. Mm -hmm. And so when I met the people there, I was just in such shock because there were things that they were doing that I didn't even know was possible, that I was so excited because that was my dream and I just didn't even know how to put it into words. What were some of those things that uh, you didn't know that were possible? I remember talking to, uh, I'm nervous right now, so I'm forgetting her name. So Patricia, um, I'm forgetting her name, but she works for GHO. Yeah, Trish Burgess, that's right. Yes, yeah. yeah. And she was telling me how she goes almost every other month or mm-hmm. so. She goes very often to go and do missions um, and take groups to go do missions in other countries, medical missions. Mm-hmm. And I got so excited because I didn't even know that that was like feasible, that anyone yeah. could actually do that because it can be so expensive to travel, mm-hmm. um, especially to do medical medical missions. Um, and I'm definitely really feeling that right now, now that I'm starting to do more of them. Mm. But um, that was so exciting for me to hear that that was something that's actually possible. Well, I mean, from what I found out uh, from you all, I mean, you've had that background in, in medical missions. You've had a chance to do that and to obviously see that there's a big network out there that can help mobilize mm-hmm. you as a healthcare professional to to go in all parts of the world and, and, and to do that. And I know something that's really touched your heart is the travesty of human trafficking and, and what's gone on around the world and, and exploiting uh, young men and women. And did you, I know that uh, human trafficking is something we focus on in CMBA. Had, did you have a chance to meet Dr. Jeff Barrows and the tra- human trafficking group or had, did you have any exposure to that while you were there? We unfortunately did not. I, not from what I remember. No, I actually yeah. don't really remember. But I would love to get connected <laughs> with them. That sounds amazing. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, it, it's such a big ministry. There's so many things going on, and and I and I know in the couple of days you were there, you were only able probably to scratch the surface. If that was scratching the surface, then that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, so talk, I wanted I want to talk about some of the things that are real near and dear to your heart because I think many of them intersect with the heartbeat of CMDA. And so I just brought up human trafficking. Tell, tell me, how did God lay that on your heart? Why, why is that a, something that uh, you feel called to, uh, to enter into? So I'm like the oldest of seven kids. Mm-hmm. And I have a lot of younger siblings underneath me that I absolutely love. I was involved in Sunday school for a very long time leading that. And I have just, I mean, I also think it's part of just being a Christian or being like a normal human being. There's a love for the innocence of children. Yeah. And understanding that children they cannot defend themselves mm-hmm. a lot of the time and they are even when they do do sinful things it's usually because they are still like growing and they're you know still very young and need to have patient uh, somebody to have patience with them mm-hmm. and i was when i found out about what was going on with human trafficking i found out about it just randomly on youtube or something somebody was talking about it and i remember it shook me so much to my core to hear that that I just like, I just like found a corner somewhere under the mm-hmm. stairs and just like prayed and cried because mm-hmm. I was so like, it just, it made me so 
disgusted that that's what was going on. And I was just so heartbroken Mm. about it. And ever since then, I was trying to get involved somehow, emailing people. Um, I got involved with OUR, Operation Underground Railroad. And they do a lot of, I mean, involved in the sense that I'm like supporting them and going to their events. But there's so little that, at least that I know that I can do that's what I know, at least. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so. you know, it's ex- I mean, I say exciting insofar that there's a unique opportunity for a healthcare professional like yourself. You have a role and an opportunity to serve in, in, in a way that many can't to help those mm-hmm. who are in the, either having been rescued from being trafficked or, you know, who are, you know, dealing with those those consequences uh, long after they've, they've come out of that. I think, uh, you know, GHO and Trish Burgess, whom you had a chance to meet, there's a, often a, a coming together of opportunities to go abroad and work with organizations that are, you know, rescuing people out of trafficking and uh, being able to serve them medically because there's so many medical needs, so many opportunities as a healthcare professional that you have. Also in your clinic experiences too, is being able to recognize uh, warning signs and being able to, you know, uh, intervene when, when that is oftentimes happening and, you know, when, when, when it's uh, noticed in, in a clinical experience. So you have as a healthcare professional, I think you have a unique position to minister in uh, in very significant and, and important ways. I remember actually learning about it. Uh, I don't remember how old I was, but it was from the movie Take, <laughs> which totally dramatizes the whole thing. Like yeah. that's not exactly how, of course, it happens in real life. But um, I remember that's what kind of brought awareness to it for me. And yeah. I just researched a lot about it and prayed a lot about it. And I think even recently um, we went to go see The Sound of Freedom. And I think when they're making these types of movies, it's so I think it's just so important to bring awareness to this issue Mm -hmm. because so many people don't realize even in America, it's happening here. People are coming in to our borders so easily. And it's just these children that are vulnerable. These are the ones that the traffickers are going after. And we have to keep our eyes open, like you're saying, as healthcare workers to look for these signs and really just pray that God would use us even to just talk about it with our families and say, hey, guys, this is a really important issue we should be praying about. Mm -hmm. Because for me, it brings me a lot of hope to look back and see how the slave trade was abolished before, and yeah. I believe it can be abolished again. Yeah. And it's something that we really just need yeah. to be fervently praying about mm-hmm. because I believe there's a lot of like spiritual warfare involved mm-hmm. there and like things that, you know, mm-hmm. principalities that are involved. And so, but God is in control and he yeah. is all powerful. And so I believe that yeah. when we come together, I, I just have a lot of hope for the future and I'm excited yeah. to just... Yeah. Well, I think that hope and excitement is contagious. And I know that, you know, I know you were blessed by the men and women that, you know, have been walking with Christ within healthcare and, and, and kind of their mentorship as it was. But I know they're encouraged and blessed. I know I am by your enthusiasm for the Lord and your hope for the future. And, uh, you know, we just need more men and women like yourself uh, getting into healthcare. And so we do. We see them through CMDA. And that's exciting. But, uh, yeah, I, I just think... Um, I think it was very providential. The Lord uh, saw fit to get you get you that conference through a through a yeah. just a simple Google search. And uh, well, let me let me ask you this: going back to Washington, I mean, you know, sometimes those uh, conference experiences are like mountaintop experiences, right? You know, it's just like wow, all this energy and people love the Lord, and we're all in community. But now you're back home. Have you been able to find a community around you? I know you two have community. You're supporting each other, but others in that area that you've been able to connect with, have there been? 
So I unfortunately haven't really met with the group that is here, the student group. Actually, I just recently reached out to somebody about that, Mm -hmm. asking if we could get involved because I actually have a friend from preschool and we're still somehow in, you know, connected, but he was saying that he's going to start medical school school soon. Mm -hmm. And he's really hoping to find a group like this one, like CMDA to get involved in. And I was like, Oh, awesome. Let's get you connected and whatever. So I, I'm trying to hopefully get them connected and go from there. But in terms of other Christians who are doing medical things, the Lord has really opened up a lot of doors for me to be able to go on more medical mission trips ever since I went to CMDA and medically, medically speaking. So that I think was the biggest answer to prayer for me Mm -hmm. because I was hoping to do more of that. Mm -hmm. And I've been praying about doing more of that for as long as I can remember. Mm -hmm. And now the opportunities are just like falling into my lap. And I actually, I mean, I just got a call a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember how long ago it was. And a doctor called me. He's like, we really need you to come with us on this medical mission trip because we're going to Romania and you speak Romanian and we need a nurse to come with us. And he, it was funny because he was like, I don't want to sound like I'm desperate, but we want you to come. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is so awesome because I, I can't believe that not only are the opportunities available to me, but mm. I'm being asked to come yes. and it's, it's just the coolest experience ever. So mm. Abby, anything uh, coming back from the conference that God's been doing in your life now that you're back in Washington? Yeah. So like I was saying before, it put a lot of like hope in my heart mm. and we, we got to meet some amazing um, students as well that are, you know, in their med programs, graduating, and so I feel like what something God has been putting on my heart a lot, like I was talking about earlier, is prayer and how mm. powerful it is and how important it is to be lifting each other up as believers in prayer. And so mm. I've been trying my best to, you know, pray for these students that we met that are going through med school, which, you know, we went through nursing mm. school, which is hard and med school is even harder. So <laughs> just praying for them. And um and also just learning to trust. Cause right now, um, I'm looking for jobs and it's mm. just kind of been hard to just be like, kind of give it all to God and be like, okay, God, I trust that you're going to bring me exactly where I'm supposed to be. And just kind of like surrendering that to him. Um, and just kind of seeing and waiting, the waiting is hard, but, um, Mm. I don't know, just learning to trust in that he's good. Mm. He's faithful and he's going to place me where I need to be. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your willingness to step out in faith. And, um, you know, I think, why you know why I wanted you to be on this podcast for a lot of reasons. One is to to see how you both are doing, and then to hear kind of the story after the story, and and you know having come back from the convention, but just your story of how you got there and and what you allow God to do in and through that experience, I think was just such an incredible testimony. And so, you know, there are students that listen to this podcast, and and maybe they haven't gone to a national convention or something like that, an experience like that. I know there's a lot of reasons not to do it because, you know, we're busy people. So you got to get the time off. Things cost money. Got to have money. There's, you know, there's all kinds of reasons we can say, I don't know if I should do that. So I want to give you an opportunity as if you were just talking to a student across the table. Why should they go? Why should they consider an opportunity? Because thank goodness, right, that this convention isn't every 10 years, right? (laughs) We're going to, we're going to have it. We're going to have it in 2024 and 25 and, 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 and beyond. So there's an opportunity just coming up to go. Why should they go? Um, Abby, you want to go first? I would say um, 
It's just such an amazing opportunity to meet fellow believers who are pursuing, you know, a practice in the medical field and bringing the two together. Because I think so often, like even in my own schooling, it was almost discouraging to see, um, I guess, just how it didn't seem like there was a lot of people in my cohort that were Christians, you know. And so getting to meet like other people and it truly, honestly, it felt like a family. The people we met, the people that we got to create, build relationships with, I will never forget them. And I'm so excited to see them again, like at the next convention and just, you know, see how they're doing. And, and you connect on more than just the fact that, you know, we're pursuing a medical field. Like I remember sharing my testimony with one girl and we had like similar, you know, struggles and things that we had to overcome. And it was just like, we literally, I felt like we became sisters. Like she was such a sweet girl. And like, honestly, like that's, that's what we're as believers built for. We're like built to come together as a community and be effective for the kingdom of God. And so go and just be prepared to meet amazing people. Like that's what I would say. <laughs> what about you, Becky? So yesterday we went cliff jumping oh and my. one thing, <laughs> one thing <laughs> um, into the water. Oh. <laughs> and one thing that we always tell each other right before we do it is don't think, just jump. <laughs> because you know, it's safe and you know, it's not a big problem, but it's in your mind. A lot of times you uh, overthink things Yeah, and stuff like this, even going all the way across the U.S. to come, we had to tell ourselves, don't think, just do it, you know, mm. because you know it's good. And if you overthink it, then you lose out on something that could be a really amazing experience. And my experience at CMDA was so impactful that I don't stop talking about it. Mm. And I'm, I'm really blessed and honored that you guys keep wanting to talk to us <laughs> because I talk about you guys all the time. Wow. And I really, really, really think that CMDA is the place to go and to get connected. Even if you don't necessarily see yourself going on missions anytime mm -hmm. soon, people say you're the, you're the average of the five people you're the closest to. Mm. And then my challenge would be make sure that those five people that you're closest mm -hmm. to have the same values as that you want to have and that you want your life to resemble. And after having been to CMDA, I not only found friends that I think we're this, of the same mentality and of the same values, but people that I can be friends with for years from now. Yes, yes. Wow, that's a great word. And yes, students who start off with CMDA, it, it is a lifetime experience. And it's a lifetime experience of friends and colleagues and fellow brothers and sisters who are going to walk this journey because we know... You know, life is hard enough. Being a Christian within healthcare ha is starting to have more and more challenges. We need to know we're not alone. We have one another. We have a community of people. And so I know so many uh, seasoned veterans who have been part of CMDA who say, I go to CMDA because I need my batteries recharged. I need to be encouraged again. I need to be mm -hmm. with the people I, I, I've, I love and appreciate and, and, and trust in my life. And look up to. And look yeah, up to. you're inspired by. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a community and a family. And, and, of course, we do this in our national sense, but we also try to do it in a local sense, you know, local communities are a big part of what CMDA is about, connecting where people live, work, and play. And, and there's great people in, in, in Seattle, like David and uh, Carol McFarland, if you've not heard that name. There's communities of like-minded Christ followers within healthcare all throughout the U.S. And so I am just glad that now we can call you part of the CMDA family. We're going to keep uh, seeing you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there'll be plenty of times and places to connect uh, missions and, and conferences. And 
all kinds of events and, and opportunities. And so thank you again. I'm glad you just took the leap. You took the leap yep. and you went for it. And um, yeah. it's going to pay off dividends for years and years to come. I, I guarantee that. Well, again, thank you for taking the time and being a part of this conversation. And again, I I'm going to put some information in the show notes if people want to learn more about the National Convention or missions, human trafficking, the things that we talked about, because these are great opportunities to serve and to make a eternal kingdom difference within healthcare. So thank you both, Becky, Abby. And I'm glad you survived. I'm glad you survived the cliff jumping enough to be here and talk about it. So, all right. God bless. Thanks for being part of the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. <laughs> well, this is the time of the podcast where we tell you some things that you need to know. First of all, we want to make you aware of the Global Missions Health Conference. Now, if you've not had a chance to be at this conference, it's in Louisville, Kentucky, and this year it's going to be November 9th through the 11th. This is the biggest medical missions venue that there is. You will have an opportunity to not only get great content, breakouts, and information, but the exhibitors are just far and wide. Uh, hundreds, I think, of exhibitors that will allow you to see and experience and understand opportunities in which you might be called to serve. And so Global Missions Health Conference is a must-do if you are thinking about medical missions, or maybe not, but it would be an encouragement to kind of discover what God is doing all across the world through healthcare. So check it out. It's at medicalmissions.com. It's the website. We'll put the link in the show notes, medicalmissions.com, November 9th through the 11th. It's the Global Missions Health Conference. Also, another thing we just want you to know is as you are going through your training time with CMDA, that you want to make sure that on your smartphone, you have the CMDA Student Life app, and it can be easily found on the Google Play Store or on the App Store. Just simply search CMDA Student Life, download it, set up a profile, and there's a lot of great information, resources, Bible studies, tools. This podcast shows up. Our video podcast does as well, and uh, it is just chock full of great resources that will be there right at your fingertips. And as always, you can find us on the socials. We use the handle CMDA Student Life on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and those are great uh, platforms to be able to get the latest and greatest information and information about what's going on throughout CMDA. So check those out, like, follow, do whatever it takes, and uh, get connected with us on our socials. Well, as always, if you need to reach out to us, you can do so at ccm at cmda.org. We look forward to hearing from you. If you've got some suggestions on what might be a great idea for our future podcast, we'd love to hear about it. And again, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. And again, we have our podcast notes online, and you can check those out as well on cmdastudentlife.org and go to our podcast page and you'll get those latest podcast notes from every episode. Well, thank you for joining us on this latest episode of CMDA Student Pulse Podcast and we look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks for watching. 
We'll see you next time. CMDA's Student Pulse podcast is a production of the Christian Medical and Dental Associations. The opinions expressed by guests on this podcast are not necessarily endorsed by the organization. CMDA is non-partisan and does not endorse political parties or candidates for public office. The views expressed on Student Pulse podcast reflect judgments regarding principles and values held by CMDA and its members. Thank you.